Jordan Pearson, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me on. Mr. Pearson, I think a lot of people have heard of smart speakers, but what are they exactly and, and what do they do? Yeah, so, I mean, you've probably heard of them or seen it on Amazon, maybe, or even at some technology retailers. But basically, every company from Amazon to Google uh, to Apple and more uh, are putting these devices out there that are basically little speakers. But they're not just speakers, actually. They're more like microphones. And that's important to keep in mind. We call them smart speakers, but really, they're smart microphones. So you're putting a microphone in your house that sends recordings of your voice to the corporation that manufactured it. And these will allow you to do things like play music, set alarms, check the weather, Google things, order stuff through food delivery services, um, really anything you can imagine doing with uh, a personal assistant such as Alexa or even Siri is helpful to think about here. Uh, anything you can do with these is basically in a speaker that is always on always listening uh, for you to say a particular key phrase uh, that will basically activate the recording feature and send uh, the information back. So if you have an argument with somebody or whatever, it's recording it, and what's the concerns about privacy here? Well, it's important to note that while these speakers are always on, so they're always listening, uh, they're not always recording. Uh, and that is basically the idea is to make it so that if you're arguing with someone or having uh, an intimate moment or whatever, that it won't necessarily pick that up. But we've seen this over and over again where accidental activations are definitely a thing and they happen. Uh, we don't really have visibility on how often we happen, but we know that they do. Uh, and this is when uh, one of these smart speakers thinks that you've said the wake word and records the ensuing uh, few words or conversation or whatever it might be. And uh, for these unintentional activations that are picking up like really sensitive stuff, uh, what, what people will probably find really creepy is that these conversations have the potential to be sent to a contractor, which is just a normal person not working for very much money in what is effectively a call center, and they're listening to your conversation, thousands of them actually, uh, and transcribing them, writing them down. Um, so I think for most people, that's going to be a big creep factor that isn't, you know, there's a reason why that's not on the box, <laughs> because I think people, if they really sat down and understood uh, how these things work, they, they would be, um, I think, justifiably a little creeped out. In, in terms of, of marketing and, and recording things that you do want these things to record, what kind of information can they deduce about you or, or find out about you, and how might that be used in some ways that you're not really comfortable with? Yeah, so this is an important point because there is a lot of things that you would want to tell this stuff uh, intentionally, but even that has privacy implications. So when you think about what Google knows about you or what Amazon knows about you, um, you know, Google knows what you Google or maybe what you look at on, on their Chrome browser. Amazon knows what you look up on the Amazon retail platform. But these companies, which thrive on your data, are just desperate to know more about well, you know, what you do and how you live. And they don't own these platforms. Amazon doesn't own Uber Eats. They don't know what you're ordering. But I'm sure, uh, since they own a grocery store, they would love to know that. Um, and what you need to think about here is that when you're talking to Alexa, all of a sudden now, Amazon knows 
every time you order Uber Eats through their through their platform. Or, you know, they might you know, if you're getting directions on the way to work, then all of a sudden that's where you work or how you get there. Or if you're Googling uh, certain things, maybe even medical concerns. Uh, or if you're just purchasing stuff, obviously through Amazon or even elsewhere through Alexa, now all of a sudden Amazon has visibility into that. And we know that they use voice recordings to improve their machine learning for speech detection and other things like this. But I think it's worth keeping in mind that obviously a company that has all of this other information on you uh, has the potential to use it to, I guess, improve their products is probably the way they put it. Uh, But, you know, we can think of all kinds of algorithms like recommendation algorithms and so on that these companies have that could be improved by all this data uh, that we're feeding them essentially voluntarily. I I read something recently where uh, one of the top executives of Google or, or something said that if you're holding a party in your house and you have these devices, you should tell people before they get in the house that you have these devices. And I presume there's a legal implication for that, is there? Or what's the situation there? I mean, there's legal implications that are in the mix uh, whenever you have one of these things in your house, even if it's just you. Uh, we've already seen how you know police have requested Amazon Alexa recordings in a court case. So absolutely, that's in the mix. And that's just one more of these implications of even just having one of these things in your house that, you know, it's not on the box and it's not something you'd think about necessarily. Uh, but these implications spin out in such a way that's just, you know, it's mind boggling to think that the courts could have access to this beyond just the corporation, which you don't even think about normally anyway, uh, that it's really just an imbalance of power. And yeah, I think I think there is something to be said for introducing people into that imbalance of power who might not be aware of it if they're coming in for a party or something like this. Although I, I will say that if, if you're at the point where you are warning people who come into your house that you have a surveillance device in there, maybe you shouldn't have it in your house. But, um, you know, I don't have one. But if I did, I, I would probably tell people just like how when I get in a ride share and there's a camera, I would appreciate being told. Or if I'm getting an Airbnb and there's a camera, I, I would appreciate being told. It's, it's the same thing. It's a surveillance device. How sensitive are these in terms of what they can pick up? I think part of the thing to keep in mind is that this technology is not perfect. Like, if, if it worked perfectly, we would have we would have all kinds of privacy concerns, but but it actually doesn't work perfectly, which you know is is even more concerning in certain ways. So, Amazon says they filter it. They try to do as much as they can to filter out background noise, uh, to minimize, to try to basically only collect the relevant uh, voice information. But frankly, uh, we don't know, and I think that's concerning because there's got to be cases where maybe they, you know, if if they're not working when you say your wake word, you have to imagine that there's times when they will start picking up what you're saying when you haven't even said the wake word and have a mistake the other way, basically. Are people warned enough about this uh, in the packaging uh, somewhere so that they understand the privacy implications? And I, I suppose you can actually turn these devices off, can't you? Yeah, yeah, you de- you definitely can, of course. And um, it's absolutely important to note that Amazon and other companies do spell some of this out in their privacy agreements uh, and definitely go through those privacy settings. But And this is an ongoing issue with not just these products, but basically all of Silicon Valley products, which is that a lot of the most concerning stuff is written in language that most people wouldn't really understand in an agreement that is very, very long. And uh, who wants to read a super long thing? But these like the trade-off is so big and so immense um, that it it almost doesn't really feel fair to have that worded in such a way. And like it should be in your face, like someone should sit you down and tell you this. Um, But I think it's 
intentional that that's that's not the way it works, right? Like if you just buy one of these things, set them up in your house, the default is like max surveillance. Um, and I think that's that's the point. So if you get one of these, go into the privacy settings, read the agreement, familiarize yourself as much as you can, uh, and get to a comfortable level. Jordan Pearson, thank you very much for this. Of course. Thanks for having me.